testing testes testes testosterone testicles testes be appropriate (laughs) dealing with disappointment and some life advice from the utterly unqualified all this and more on today's brilliant observations do 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 good that sounds good (sighs) i'm sitting here with some sunglasses on in my office in my house where i do not need sunglasses on want to see i do want to see see it it. well first let me tell dear listener i got a marco polo i don't know if you guys use that app but now they're trying to rob you so (laughs) um i got a marco polo from amy and she's kind of you know when you're zooming and facetiming with a friend you kind of catch yourself looking at yourself so amy's kind of on this program or this app and she's looking and she's looking closer and closer and before i know it she's got this like red dot in the corner of her eye and she's getting closer and like my eyes start watering when did i do this (laughs) are you serious did i do this yeah was it a mistake did i realize i was doing it no, but when you did it, it was tiny. So take your glasses oh, off, bitch. Let me see that oh, thing. it's not tiny. It's not tiny. So, Let me see. So here's the thing. I'm super clean, and everything about me is fantastic and hygienic. That's where we're going to start, and we're going to fucking stay there. So get your shit in one bag. It. I appear to have a Lights slight out, uh, inflammation in one of my tear ducts. Slight. So the, the more common among you may refer to this as a die which is a word you use for a pig pen so i sort of don't like it already and show me the fucking eye uh, well this is after i've expressed it all right now i'm gonna vomit it's so bad dude <laughs> it's so bad so i had to take my son somewhere this morning i've already done this i didn't i couldn't bear to go outside with my giant red meatball so I put makeup on it, which stung like holy sweet hell. That is a big mistake. And, it really, and I kept the glasses on the whole time so nobody would even know. So it's been watering the whole time. So I have no idea how bad it looks. All I can tell you is how bad it feels. I'm going to punch you. Look it. If you think the <laughs> anticipation right is building for you, imagine for our listeners <laughs> who will never get to see this. <laughs> oh, no. You're taking a picture. Bing. There it is. I, w- I want to tell you it's worse than I don't. I, I can't. I have. It's I not. took skin-colored uh, paste that's called concealer. Americans call this concealer. So I took some of that concealer. You see how it's all poofed? It's it's slightly better this morning. It was the worst ever yesterday, all day. It stings and stings and stings and stings. Oh, I have, Dear listener, I'm a little disappointed that little, it's not like sealed shut with crust well, and a big red bump. It, it, hey, wait for it. I cover that up. I could be, <laughs> I could be a... Uh, a, a movie magicker they call those makeup artists why do i not have any words today adjectives i don't know Flow but it's a really good me. day to record hopefully they're gonna they're on their way i've summoned them it was super bad and it is still super bad and i've been doing all these super bad. homeopathic bullshitification tactics to try and make it stop and go away and be gone and forever and get lost also flush it out with water the whole time which is super creepy and horrifying and i put tea tree oil in my eye hot tip Never do this. This is the wrong thing to do. 
So I tried to put tea tree oil just on the lid, just on the top. And in about as long as it takes to say, fuck, it was immediately inside my eye membrane. And when it was like taking a habanero pepper and just, just tucking it up my own ass. It just stayed there okay, forever. Okay, ready? Okay. So, <laughs> so I happen to know oh, and no. I have shared with our listeners that your husband can't handle this. It's true. It's true. What the fuck is going on in your house with him right now? Well, there's now? two very good things. Number one, I am a skilled, uh, I'm skilled in the art of maquillage deception. So I was able to paste over this and wear. He doesn't know. No, he knows. He's physically been told. But it's also <laughs> football season. So I have largely been sequestered in the other room. And I take a uh, soft washcloth and I put it right on there and I cover it over. So, so I'm like soothing the area with a washcloth so he doesn't technically I think have even to the it. thought of it he'd make you sleep he kissed on the me couch today when he left he kissed me looked right in my face and put his face on my face and more than once kissed me so it's possible but at the same time i don't know how good his eyesight is up close so i'm just holding on to hope they maybe that's why we're still married hey, hey 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 super hurts it's weeping the whole time don't get us die guys it's the worst ever super awful and terrible but let me tell you the other thing because i got a lot of ketchups and i know you brought all the mustard for the board you've got so much stuff we used to call it put a little mustard on it in field hockey days whenever you wanted something to go really hard and fast which is really dumb but that's what we said i don't get it but I, okay. I don't think we got it either put some mustard on it i don't think we knew anything about it so my catch-up is i am super super fixated on this eye thing because in between the last time we spoke and now, yeah. I had the chance to catch up with some friends from the way, way back machine who I haven't seen. Kids went to school together a while ago. We haven't seen them. Somebody texted out of the blue. Oh, my gosh. Let's go stand on the patio and raise a glass and not clink them from six feet away. We did this. Okay. One of the women showed up late. Hadn't seen her either in a while. Showed up with sunglasses on. Walked over to the party and said, I know we're all friends. Took off the sunglasses, two black eyes, and a giant green bruise all the way down her cheek. From her eye to her chin. Yes. And it took, and I was like, I I immediately went to, were you attacked? Like, I had no idea. And I was the only one who was, I was the only one who didn't get it. Because here's the thing. our age. No, honey. Here's the thing that I am, I am, uh, I still don't really believe it. Even though factually I have the evidence, I still don't believe it. I stood there in a group of five women, and I was the only one of the four who has not already had this specific surgery. They all have had the same one. Not only have they had multiple surgeries, but they're like, yeah, who did it? I had mine here. I had mine there. Oh, I was out of state. I did this. And I, 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 maybe I'm super dumb. Was it what, an eye lift? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she did evidently the top and the bottom, which doesn't make any sense to me. So, but okay. Right, because the bottom doesn't creep up. <laughs> it's not I, the, whole, the whole thing, the whole thing. And evidently they, they either hit a muscle or she had a muscle problem or something, but the whole side of the face. It looked like, it looked like she had fallen off the motorcycle or been pushed down a flight of stairs by a ne'er-do-well. It was very upsetting. I have a friend who had that surgery. Uh, I have not. Let's start there. Um, at 16, I had plastic surgery. I had a rhinoplasty. So they took the rhino off my face Stupid. and they left stupid. me with plasty. 
but I have a friend who had that surgery whose husband is like this warm, sweet granola. I play guitar. Everybody, sure, come over if you want and just gather around and is just so anti-plastic surgery. But genetically, you know, you're given these these eyelids that start to droop and they get heavier and age and, and all that stuff. She had the surgery and I asked her, what, what did your husband say? <laughs> I mean, I know him to be a, oh, not my girl. She's not doing that. Why would she? She's beautiful. There's no reason for it. And I don't want to pay for something that's ridiculous. She said, I didn't tell him. And he never noticed. She wore sunglasses and she wore, maybe he's like Brian, where he mm, leans over, gives her a kiss and keeps going. I'm going to call. What? No. She said he didn't notice. No. And that was like three days after. So she was still in the black, blue and yellow stage. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was shocking to me, too, that he didn't notice. Because, again, having been 16, having had plastic surgery, I mean, I felt like a car crash victim. Like I went through the windshield and my oh face my was like. Duh, duh, well, duh, duh, duh. I mean, who's to say that he didn't have like a two day guys weekend and come back on the fifth day or whatever. And, and she had strategic. I don't, I don't Maybe there's a way to make that work. But that's how I call bullshit. Sounds like no. I sound like I don't, I don't believe that shit. That, 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 there's some there's a piece of that puzzle missing maybe her point was she didn't ask permission she just fucking did it and he had nothing to say about it but he she said he didn't have any any comments because she didn't think he noticed well i'm and here to tell saying, you it was it was the the eyes were so of this friend were so painfully swollen looking and just the description that she gave i won't get into it because it was bone chilling but at the same time, with my eye being swollen up like that, it was oddly comforting to know that like, I didn't have to rush to the emergency room because I had just seen it in relatively short order. I was like, okay, your eye is not going to pop out of your head. But at the same time, it was super swollen and so painful. And I'm still having a hard time seeing. Yeah, that's the fear. It's not my, the eye, it looks. my eyelid, which you can clearly see, is drooped a third of the way down. Just it's just not my eyes not I have to force it open and it's it's just not opening all the way and there's a little tiny nugget in there a little a little swollen bubble in there which is which is Im, which is impeding any idea of what I can see and just the notion of having your your eyelids close down on you which is what happens so I mean I can get it from that perspective but it's like they talked about plastic surgery like it was a menu item they had tried at our favorite restaurant. It is. What are you talking about? For them, it is. I, what for them? I, I couldn't believe it. They had all had this done in their 40s, most of them. And that was like the, that was like the, the gateway snip into, well, I mean, they... Now what are you going to get? Two of them have had breast augmentation. One of them had them put in and taken out, and I think another set went in, Um and so, I mean, there's that there's there. And then there's somebody else who just had the eyes and maybe talked about having, having something else or has it planned or one of these. And then one of the group is very pro this. And she's, she's on a sort of a continual maintenance thing where she does such micro small things all the time. You kind of don't, I don't know that she does anything at all, but she's very, very youthful looking people. I'm, I'm one of these people. I can never tell when people have had a boob job either. So Dear I don't listener, How attention. do you feel about plastic tweaks? How do you feel about plastic surgery injections? What are your thoughts on maintenance that goes beyond creams and faux lashes? 
I mean, what are your thoughts? Write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Not kidding. Um, did you or, laugh out loud when I said well, write us? Well, here's the thing. Nobody's going nobody's to write us a fucking email. We've learned this. You gotta, Shame on you. You got to accept the world you're standing on. But, I, but what they might do is go to our Facebook group. And if you haven't joined it, go to Brill Ob's Squad on Facebook. Click join and then spout all your madness in there and you'll get the instant gratification of no one answering your post when you put it there for probably a week. I'll answer until- your post. <laughs> post. I ain't no one. Post. Posting. Post. So my kids are in school. Yeah. Transition. Yeah. And it is virtual. And I read an article that made me spit take what I was drinking. I will put my I- coffee down. I wish I would have told you what it said as you were drinking. <sighs> You're so mean to me. Always, always mean. It is an article that I read that said, parents, listen up. It's a, an article from teachers. Okay. <clears throat> your kid is virtually learning, which means in a way, we are all in your home. Sort of. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to wear pants and put your joints away. Ah! If you don't have enough for the class. If you don't have enough to go around, I'm going to ask you to put your weed away and all what? of its paraphernalia. Come on. That's just a and way to get people to read and talk about the article. Really? Put some pants on. Parents are through that little portal into the younger kids are in the kitchen for the most part. So while parents are working from home, they can, I don't know, supervise the online schooling. And it has been, hi, buddy. It has been commented that or noticed that parents don't necessarily wear pants in the kitchen when I don't understand. twiddling around. I still around. don't understand this. I still don't understand this. I still don't understand this. I've told you this before. I don't know why I'm so hung up on it. I, I don't know. Maybe if I, you know, was, was uh, all I can think of is Cheryl Teague. She's the wrong one. Maybe if I was Bo Derek, and none of our listeners will get this anyway, but if I was Bo Derek running down the beach, maybe I would be okay with like popping upstairs in my panties and t-shirt when I need to do something. But I can't. Even when we're crazy late and I have to run like my hair's on fire trying to get everybody out of the house, I still scrounge around to find a pair of sweatpants or or a pair of shorts or something and then maybe slippers and sometimes a robe because I'm cold and now we're later still. How do you just walk through your fucking house in all of your your bits and parts? And it's also, P.S., guys, that's where we're eating, so I don't know that Cover that's that the shit time up. for your private business to be bumping up against a dishwasher. I'm guessing it was in California because of the drug reference. Because what? It way legal there and not in like upstate New York where some of my favorite smokers live. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, they parents, you can lie to teachers all the time. <laughs> But you can't lie if they're in your kitchen and they see you're in a half shirt, tiny underpants, smoking a dube. I mean, it's very clear. They should just be them. glad those kids are in school. That's all that I have true. to say. Because <laughs> in this drug adult society, the fact that they're showing up for their academics at all. Look, they're motivated. Should That's be great. lauded. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. And I thought, you know, both of my kids have private areas where they go to school. and, and Oh, I, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't really walk by topless, shirt, pantsless, whatever. Not that I do. Just so you know. Just so you know. The other article I saw was was in a 
kind of like a cooking segment of our show. Do you want to do Hey Amy, What's Cooking? Oh my gosh. So uh, I got together with some friends. It was a birthday party for one of the kids. So while the kids were running around and beating each other with sticks, parents stood on the patio and raised a socially distant glass. And they came up again with this idea that I need to do a cooking show. And we even have a name for it now, which I super love, which was just out of, born out of a joke. My wife has a knife. That's awesome. So <laughs> That's awesome. So what are we cooking today, gang? Uh, most recently, I made a cake for said gathering. And it was uh, cinnamon streusel crumb top, you know, kind of a mm. kind of a because they're fun just to cut up and I knew it wouldn't it's not like birthday cake-esque it would never compete with whatever they were going to do so it was just like a nice little morsel bite and it turned out spectacularly delicious can I just say but it was hard for me to it's, get going it was hard for me to start it and I thought COVID have you what will you take from me next but what are we cooking on our what's our cooking show sadness we cooking up some well, sadness? now I want that strudel it's now I want good. that oh my god it's so good um, I've seen a lot of videos for chaffles. Uh, what kind of videos are those? I don't. That well, sounds pornographic. I don't know what a chaffle is. It sounds like a, a sex dirty. Position. It's dirty. Is that like a no? It's not dirty. But wasn't that a hot waffle? Wasn't that our last? Oh God, the hot waffles, gang! Don't Google it for God's sake. You <laughs> no, will be ch- disappointed. And if you're not disappointed, please unsubscribe because that shit is gross. It's literally shit. It's gross. Through a tennis racket. It's yes. gross. Hot waffle. Um, so a chaffle is a, it's based out of like a cheese waffle. It's a keto waffle. Uh, it's in your waffle maker. Yeah, I've made it's those like, before. They have some French name. Before they were keto, they were they're sort of like a French delight kind of a thing. Because you you make, um, take any kind of a, you cut your, your uh, Belgian waffle batter in half and fill it up with, sliced fancy ham and some beautiful gruyere right that's for people who have joy in their life but for people who don't you don't use pancake batter at all you use cheese you use a couple of eggs um if you want that that waffle consistency a hint of um like almond flour but what you're putting in there it's really like a they're they're savory with eggs and if you want to put bacon in there or tomatoes or and then you make a waffle out of it okay so cheese on the top and that's the chaffle comes from the cheese so it's cheese cheese on either side (laughs) eggs and and tomato or peppers or whatever you're putting inside but then I went down a rabbit hole where somebody said hey do you have leftovers from your taco night well, I always have leftovers from taco night and it's, do you make them the next day or do you just throw that shit out? What, or do you throw it away the next day when nobody That's eats right. it? Um, and they put cheese, they put in this mixture, cheese, everything from taco night, the meat, everything in there. And they made a waffle out of it. And I thought that looks fucking delicious. So the the Belgian waffler, the waffler yeah. has become the, has become the new multi-purpose culinary device. It is the new instant pot which is the which is the new ninja which is the new crock pot which is the new microwave I could be behind I don't even know if it's new no it's I, not this new. might not and be I, new no no and it, like I say and it's a variant on lots of other things but I will say I embrace it fully I love bastardizing dishes and cultures from one to the other smacking them all together inside a waffle maker and now it's gooey and cheesy and tasty bring it I think it's fantastic you can put anything in your fucking waffle maker and make it it will turn out delicious just remember you gotta scrape it off a little bit sometimes put a little extra butter but the hard part about all these keto and 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 other really restrictive diets which do which do work the ones that 
permanently eliminate foods permanently like you're meant to mm. just never have forever and ever again aren't realistic i they have they have some long-term negative health benefits negative health benefits is also known as it'll kill you yeah, so you're going <laughs> to... That's, Wait, that's permanently getting rid of donuts? health out. benefits? I've just turned it to the media. What did they used to call underage child um, uh, sex partners instead of, you know... Pedophile. Yes, yes. So the opposite of... Anyway. Call it as you see it, bitches. Call it as you see it. I see chaffles as, as a gateway drug to heart disease. But I will tell you, you don't have to eat them every day. And it's a little bit for me too. Is that really the road? Is that really where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Do you want to be eating the Kentucky Fried Sandwich, which is two pieces of chicken with the inverted sandwich? I mean, at a certain point, is sandwich? We know what a sandwich is. It starts with breads on the outside. What, there's why a are you sign to yeah. There's a sign on my street that says Jesus 2020. Oh. Or just outside of my street on the next road, <laughs> Jesus 2020. And I thought, was he running? What's he going to do for <laughs> us? Is this his fault? I don't get what that sign's about. I. It's a. <laughs> It's a yard sign saying that's who that guy wants to vote for. And I thought, I didn't know he was running. Running away from all of us, hopefully. We'll wait till the debates. So after bringing Jesus in, I want to let you know that starting tonight into tomorrow is kind of the holiest day of the Jewish year. We actually have off of school for this. So which I was stunned to learn and a little bit irritated that I had no knowledge that it was coming up. I knew that the day was coming up, but I didn't realize the the season was coming up. How many days is it? I don't know. And which one is this? Is this where you call us up and say, here's how I fucked you over? <laughs> yes, okay. that is the purpose of this I will be right waiting now. with my speakerphone. <laughs> la, la, la. It's my favorite holiday. <laughs> my favorite. La, 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 la. I hear from all my friends on Yom Kippur. Yes, it's my favorite. Oh, how I love it. I love it. We Catholics yeah. just tuck all that guilt inside, carry it around, and then put it on the Supreme Court and fuck the rest of you. So I'm really grateful that you guys at least will make phone calls <laughs> to release this guilt. Yeah, I think it's a little healthier, but, you know, it is cause for celebration. Once a year, With a we, talk about, yeah. we talk about, you know, the service tomorrow and whatever is is between you and whatever deity in which you in who I don't dude I believe. really don't know and I feel like I'm pretty Jew adjacent even though we're not in the same room give us give us a download help us understand the biggest day of the year I because when we say in in Christendom when we talk about the biggest day of the year that's Easter and I think people maybe have heard that story so so you know talk about well, it no, educate your listener just a tiny bit tell us why is this day different than all other days that's a different holiday okay, altogether. I, that's my, I, here endeth my Jewish. I don't know. Um, you're doing Passover. I can't. Okay. Uh, but, but this one, you know, between now and tomorrow, we apologize. You know, Rosh Hashanah was last week. We're really just apologizing for all the ways <laughs> we've done you wrong. Some people go to confession weekly, monthly, whatever. Once a year, we're like, okay, here's my list of how I've been saving this shit up. up. Here it comes. How I missed, they call it like missing the mark, like picture archery. You're like, oh, I didn't, that was not a bullseye this year. I will do better. And it's really just um, making amends. So we're kind of in a 12-step program, I guess. And then, you know, when you go to services, it's between you and whatever deity or you and yourself saying, I'll do better next year if you're not really, I'm a believer. Um, Yeah, so making it right. And I really thought about a lot you know how how have I missed the mark 
how has my family, I think, I mean, I don't want to say, hey, we're doing great. We did just fine. We all have our ways where we kind of failed this year. I failed to leave the house. (laughs) Truth. I failed to make good dinners. I failed to stop eating donuts. I failed. I I have a lot of things for which I am, you know, just trying to. It's very hard to roll my eyes with this die. I've just learned. Oh, I'm just sorry. Not me to challenge I, you. So. God is rolling their eyes. Well, this is what they say that at this point, my God um, decides this right now who shall live and who shall die. This as they close the book. Yeah, I you know, think the most book of is us kind of think that all the time, though, right? And that is terrifying to me. And it, as since a kid, it's always been terrifying to me to think that. Well, as a kid, I kind of believed that there was a, a man in a chair with a beard who had a book. I am reverse Santa Claus. <laughs> who shall, who by fire, who by water, who by stoning or, or who by starvation, who by, I, I just, the thought of it and the readings and all that stuff scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And now that doesn't seem so bad with a lot of stuff going on in our country. It kind of seems like, well, death by ch- all right, death at least by it's chumbles. been decided. I mean, you know, yeah, if this is the way you're going to check out. So it has been written. Death by Chaffle, did you just Death say? Death by Chaffles. Yep. Yeah. I, I I said to Stuart this morning, I've never considered getting a savory crepe. Like, to me, that's never been an option. Because when you go to what get crepes. What is wrong with you? Because I've seen the Nutella and, and banana oh, or strawberry. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, this is, I Forgive me for Yom Kippur. We got to take a hard turn. You have never had a Gruyere and black walnut salted peppered, freshly cooked crepe folded into a delightful square that you pick up and it just oozes cheese from every direction. And I it think is, I just came. No, I'm telling I you, have not. You, I have not. Crepes are a joke unless you have had a savory crepe. They are they're beyond delightful. I don't even understand how, who you are. I feel like I've made this for you many times also. So we all know that's like not it's true. Something yeah. I would absolutely enjoy. I just get distracted when I see Nutella well, on a I, menu. It, honey, it's they're not like marriage. You can have more than one crepe. You just made my eye itch. <laughs> I, I told just, you. I'm looking at you. I told, I told you. I told you. I told you. And I can't even see out that eye. I can't. Even, and now it's starting to get even. I haven't touched it. And you can see it's starting to get redder just from sitting here. Because the red is, is your eyelids are very angry. Okay. Also, on our <laughs> opening, I said, "Get used to disappointment." This, Wait, have um, we fully? Have we fully? I don't want to cut your religion short since we've already had a huge divergent path. Do you want to start apologizing right now? Do you want to apologize to the listeners? <laughs> that's a joke. That's no, I a sit joke. here. You got nothing. That's a joke. Come on. I'm sitting here waiting for the listeners to apologize to me oh, for not sending emails and we telling can do us. Reverse Yom Kippur proper uh, that that I think is completely missing the point but I I'm all right with it because <laughs> the point is sometimes lost on me anyway um, yesterday both of my kids drove an hour away to take the SAT oh did it happen I didn't know it this happened. momentous occasion oh okay they're doing it next Saturday too they're doing it two Saturdays in a row Help me bang understand it out bang why, it out why that is how what so I have a senior who bang it out bang it out these are the last two um, and I have a junior who, if she finishes these two and gets a decent score with her multiple APs and multiple honors yeah, courses, yeah, does yeah. not She's have to great. worry about this I don't this understand why again. there's two SATs. Are you trying to say that there's the proper and then a subject test? 
or like no. were they they're properly taking he's taken SAT and then he's taking SAT again choice B as two SATs they're both doing it if one is the September SAT one is the October SAT they just happen to be at the end of one month and the beginning of another and banging them both out will I don't even want to hear somebody say sat I don't even want to hear those three letters put together in any way ever again at sat TSA I don't want to hear I don't hear anything you endorse this yeah because she has a very tough school year like too many APs, too many honors. And I don't want her worried about studying for. So if at the beginning of the year we could get her a decent score on this ridiculous exam for which most colleges are probably going to go test optional anyway. Um, and if she's cuspy, like if she goes to apply to Brown and her GPA is the same as everybody else's of 4.2 or whatever it is that everybody else applying there has, and her SAT score puts her over or puts him over when he applies somewhere because his GPA is or is not where it's – whatever, mm-hmm. this is just another piece of data that can either – that she could submit or not, and it could either push her over the, into acceptance or whatever it is. So we're trying to bang it out now, be done with it. What's funny is a friend of ours, her daughter had never mentioned the SATs, had never talked about college, and she and I parent so differently, and we're such good friends. It's shocking that we come from the same kind of upbringing, and then we just diverge. We just parent differently because we have very different children, and you know having three kids, you parent those three kids very differently. Yeah, they're like three strangers, and that's the thing. I I have been sitting here doing this mental math about just don't say anything. Why, why are you even going to say anything? The decision's been made. They're booked. They're going back next week. So yeah. there's nothing, there's no relevance to me saying anything. And then there's also this idea of, but you know, it is a podcast and you did bring it up. So here we go. What the hell are you fucking doing? This is my Lord and my God. I don't have any issue with multiple SAT taking, yeah. but back to back, well, there the won't way you be, get better there, at it. There won't be any practical advantage to doing this the way you get better at taking the SAT is the same way you get better at taking the LSAT you just take the test again and again and you get better at it you study what you fucked up or didn't know and then you go right back at it indeed the middle portion they won't know they won't even have the results of the test to know or not know definitively what their where their answers needed or could have been optimized and it just it's too close it's too close this makes sense your argument makes sense for my daughter, who's a junior, um, but it does not really for my senior because this is the end. This is his last chance. He's just so. got to get another at bat. So you think? But <clears throat> right. didn't, he, didn't he already get like a a, a nineteen thousand? I mean, are you really really this fixated? You just who cares? It's just four hours of life. I don't care 19, if you're happy. 000. You go do it, Ethan. So shut the fuck up and he did marry not get a nineteen thousand. Yeah. So our issue in this house is when we moved from an okay school district to a great school district, the they became interested in my children. My son did it at an age where he kind of aged out of identifying him and they identified my daughter as gifted. They're like, well, we don't care. He's already in middle school, high school. He's already on a path. We're not identifying anymore. We right. do it when they're younger and we support them better. So had he been... A year had we moved two years earlier, a year earlier, his education would be different. And there, my kids are only thirteen months apart, and they are always, always compared to each other. Not by us. I mean, by us when it comes to what did you eat for dinner, right? And what and why can't you put fucking protein? And how in there? Ca- why are you so much stupider than your sister? 
Yes. Right, common sense-wise, but not academically because he is they are just as smart as each other. But he has looked at this little thing that has been identified and nourished differently with Miracle Grow, who has been given opportunities he was never given. And I know what he's capable of because I've seen the test scores initially. I, I know what's in there. And I know that he might have inherited my lean towards the lazy a little bit. And the thing I was talking to a, a listener this week. We have a um, listener? We do. Um, shout out to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. And she can uh, she can talk too? Yeah. We were <sighs> we actually were writing back and forth. It's we were texting. Miracle. And yeah, and you know, you see things in your kids and you don't want those things, the worst parts of you and you really frustrating. And I'm just trying to train him not to turn into me. And I wrote Kelly and I said, you know, when it comes to doing things for other people, I'm on it. Like, you know, I helped with their essays, mm-hmm. with his essays. Yeah, I've heard Hel- about that. Helped. Yep. Right. Um, I I am 110% I give. But when it, I'm back to the 80-20 human that I, that I am and – and she agreed that she has the same issue. So yeah, I guess we are getting some information from listeners. Hmm. <laughs> I had to solicit it, but well, whatever. Just to, just to bring it full circle with this whole SAT business, and I, I, I can appreciate from afar how um, world-shaking it must be and have been to live through the junior year experience, the pre-college, the senior year, the last moment experience, the application crunch period with Awful. without access to, in normal times, the things that are stressful and unknowable and feel like you're in a race that you don't know the rules and all this, all this crazy, to have to do that on top of. And you're hyped up and psyched up for this test. And then meanwhile, that day is pulled and maybe it'll be next week, but wait. Oh, and then it'll be the next week. It's a psychological I mean, I'm doing that, that on point. a business level with, you know, my whole right. livelihood and, you know, the <laughs> safety of my family. But I do get when you're a teen and this is the whole thing with the test. So in our house... We have three boys. They were all identified the same. We have a test here. It's called the, the Duke TIP program. They, they pull out based on your standardized scores at whatever age. It's a talent identification program. And with the first one, we didn't put him in it. We, we got the letter. We got the stuff. And we didn't put him in it. We didn't know any better because we felt like it was just one more pressure that he didn't need. Right? We were still trying to figure a lot of things out. And I really wish we had just gone ahead with it because he self-identified that he wasn't in that group. When in fact, he was already in that group. We just didn't enroll him in that class. So that was a little weird. When the next one came along, he had already identified that he was in that group and he knew it and didn't care. But he was also like, I'm not taking an extra class. I'm not doing that. And it was such an argument and a fight. Like, no, I'm not doing it. And with the third one, don't tell my husband. I don't think I signed him up for it. But just because I can't be at this point, it just feels like a money feeder. And a lot of it, too, is they want you to go to Duke in the summer and take the it's it's a lot of it is kind of a racket. But it's a beneficial racket, racket nonetheless. The point being, they're all on different paths. And the standardized test can be such a stressor. I, yeah. in, in our house, it's the the. The top one, it, that was the crippler. That was the thing that was so hard it, to imagine saying, you're not only going to take it, but you're going to take it again just for funsies. And then meanwhile, I picked up just, it just popped into my head. The third one in line picked him up from school, driving around to go get the other one to pick him up from school. And the little one's in the car and he says, oh, I took a, how was your day? Break it by. He goes, well, I, I did a do-over test. They let you take it over to see if you can get a higher score. And I said, well, what'd you get on the first one? He goes, 99. 
I'm like, and you took it again? And he goes, yep, got 100. I'm like, okay, good job. Yeah, I don't know who this kid is. I'm so grateful he wants to live here because maybe he'll, yeah. he, maybe he'll pull us all up. Right. We are the anchor. around. Maybe he'll come back. Right. <laughs> Maybe because the one in the middle says he's going to do everything he can to leave to me in a home. Get the fuck out of here. Leave me in a home. That's my favorite. That's my favorite line that he says. I'm going to leave you in a home. And the whole time I'm thinking, who's going to pay for it? Stupid. Like I'm just in my head. I'm thinking, yeah, you're going to put me in a home and pay all those bills and then leave me there. I, it's probably more fun in the home. Let's just say than with the kind of treatment I'm getting from your teenage years. So I'm just making jokes. But he th- that is his big go-to line. I'll leave you in a home. I won't care for you. Because <laughs> I care for you so much now. <laughs> we'll get the, we get the, um, we get the, I'll pull the plug. That's the oh, comment we get. sure. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we're not just leaving you. my home because I'll plug you back in. And then we can, we're in. And then we can, so and then we can, we can milk his account because he doesn't realize I've automatically connected it. <laughs> I will plug you back in. That's the nicest thing anyone's See? ever said to me. <laughs> we could do a line of, of nursing home shirts. I'll plug, I'll plug you, back you back in. in. I love that. <laughs> I love that. The no um, unplug club. The uh, the whole point of the the kids and the SAT story thing is that disappointment for an adult is part of crippling. Well, yeah, but it could be crippling. How how do you deal with disappointment for your children? I'm on one level. I mean, on one level, it's oh, I didn't make the team. All right, well, fuck them. Or by the way, you know what you need to do to make the team, right? You need to work harder, do better, run faster. Like there are things you need to do to make the team. When it comes to colleges, I kind of feel like we all have our eyes set on one specific college. And if it doesn't happen, I think we're all going to jump off the roof because yeah. I I, I don't know how to even flirt with this disaster like I don't I I don't know so maybe that is part of what's driving me to say well the reason we signed up for both SATs just so you know is they've been canceling them left and right that's absolutely accurate so we said we'll do September and October they're gonna cancel one of them and at least we'll have this one and because we chose to take one 50 minutes away in Cracksville USA where I mean, it's people are running around without pants on all day long. Like nobody gives a fuck about any virus, any pandemic. So we knew that one would be open. And we assumed that our school where we're taking it this coming Saturday, two days after this airs, is uh, we assumed that our school was going to cancel because they have and they have. And the one three miles up the road has already canceled, but they haven't yet. They still can. My kids could be studying right now. Well, they're not right now. They're sleeping. But if they were to be studying this week for a test on Saturday, it could still get canceled and this would be the only one. So that's the reason we have them back to back. But it was our last shot kind of thing. And and that makes a lot more sense. That absolutely makes a lot more sense. And if they feel okay is too strong a word, if they feel um, that there's a benefit in doing it, if they feel like if if they, because I even said, to to the one who's been through this gauntlet before you have time do you want to take another shot you've got nothing to lose you're you're where you need to be you've met the threshold we know this is hard we know you don't like this it's it's not how you would ever want to spend your time etc cetera, etc cetera. you want to just roll the dice again it's almost like do you want another at bat but even it's kind of like gambling. no it's almost like do you want another it's like gambling it's like the shove up the ass well, like they hate in this it case, it was like gambling because it really is 
what test and he had taken it enough to know that you get a different test every time sometimes every you time. get a test that is your magic test and you get a score that reflects you know somebody that maybe you're kind of not you know this super great score or this super shitty score so that's why I don't have a whole lot of faith in the and the, the testing test. service even puts college board even puts like a like a trial section on there so there are four sections but they add a fifth and it could be math it could be reading it could be a grammar it could be anything they're testing out questions and you really don't know it's a mind fuck the whole thing is and my my real struggle is not how do I deal are you blind in one eye no, how do I deal stop. I'm sorry I'm, I'm having a I don't want you to stop your train of thought, but I, I, I magically couldn't see for a second. Now we've stopped your whole train of thought. Please start. Please go. I just, I, I understand the disappointment of, of a grade on a test, but <clears throat> when I went to college, it changed the course of my life or it set the course of my life. College is kind of, picking the right one's kind of a big deal. If you get there and you fucking hate it, you can absolutely transfer. It's not the end of the world. But it's the end of a beginning that you had had that was going to be big and grand and take you from here until your next stage. So I just want coping skills with how to deal with disappointment if that were to occur. Well, there's there's two kinds of disappointment. There's, there's, there are two categories of disappointment that you're dealing with. There is, this is the, for you. And I would say to some degree, Stuart, although I don't know how emotionally wrapped up in this stuff he is. I know he's he's mentally wrapped up in it, but I can't I don't know how he's riding the roller coaster or not with you on this. But this is this is a, a, a labor. This is a, a pregnancy. This is the baby. And the, your baby is not born yet and won't be born until you have that final decision and the acceptance from the place or places with an S that are the ones that feel acceptable to you or feel like the brass ring to you or feel like multiple brass rings. And the answer is that's on you. That's a thousand percent on you and that doesn't change. And that colors for good or for bad the same pregnancy that's going on in the mind of the kid. Who, well, that's the one I'm worried who about. Who fully I, knows this is this is when you've had a child progressing in one area for a long time, a dancer, somebody who's a, a woman I used to work with. Her daughter was a dancer, was a dancer, was a dancer, was a dancer, was a dancer. Came time to do I go to school for this permanently? Do I try out for these conservatory schools? Do I, am I going to make it in the ABT? Am I going to do it? And she looked around and said, "I don't have it. I don't have what I need." And even if I hoped to possibly tiniest, slimmer, slimmest glimmer of hope to get what I need, it would take so much more than I'm willing to give at this point. Well, that's a maturity I'm right gonna there. Turn, I'm going to turn to the side, right? And we see boys do this every year with lacrosse. And it's a heartbreaker for the dads, so much harder than it is for yes. the kids. Because the boys decide, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with having other grown adult men hit me with a metal stick so hard that I'm bruised for six weeks like that's or break my well, collarbone. that's a maturity. Bone. So I don't know yeah. that that maturity is is bred in my house. No, no. I don't know. You, I'm just saying when you when you've been progressing toward a goal and you have an eye on a goal, what I've heard heard you say about your oldest is that he is ready to get on the boat of college life, yes. but he doesn't know what the destination is. He's not fixated. Right. So he's not going pre-med. He's not going whatever this or that. He'll figure that out when he gets there. And that's totally normal. Okay. And great. And to be expected, but it is a different mentality. He doesn't even have the dream school. So for um, him, so he's good. So he's, he started in the beginning. It was like, 
college i don't know from fucking college yeah he did initially say can't you just tell me where to go yes um and i laughed at him but i think he does have his heart set on something and my fear is well what every parent's fear is your child dealing with disappointment and i don't want that to happen which is why i wrote such a great essay <laughs> i have college. two i have two close friends whose kids had the ultimate heartbreaking gutting disappointment I've had many more friends whose kids, How did their kids, whose kids had their Babe Ruth finger on, you know, pointing into the stands yep. and got it. Like Division One scholarships to the exact school they yeah, wanted go to go to. Yeah, go back to the ones that the didn't get it. The two that in. didn't get it. The um, the one was to University of North Carolina, which is here, which is called Carolina, UNC. I think the rest of the world calls it. Didn't get into Carolina. Kid with extraordinary grades. Um, I mean, extraordinary grades. You just don't know what they're extraordinary, looking for extraordinary any particular SAT year. Eagle Scout. Had everything was, was legacy, legacy to the school, did not get in. It's incredible. It's because it's incredibly competitive. And for whatever reason in that year, he didn't make the mix. But there was, yeah. it was such a lock that it was, it was not only, uh, it was like a, it was like a deception. It was like, what do you mean? How right. can this be? And the other kid, so they felt like their dream school fucked them in a way where, now it's they have such bitterness against the school. It's this kind of thing where they're not really even over it. He's a sophomore now in another school. So the other kid had, they put all the blame on one of their references because he applied to the Coast Guard and you are required to have, you can only get two references and they have to be from this kind of person or that kind of person. And the reference was sent in late and he did not get one of the two slots and he has been his whole life wanting to do this he ended up taking a scholarship to another uh water fairing school and he's on the competitive sailing team and he's thriving and he's doing great same with the first kid that i mentioned he went to a different school that was it not a damn thing wrong with the school out of state he's doing very well and you know it turned out to be the blessing in disguise is what they right all so say. that's the other thing you grow where you're planted and and it I get that and, and I really do, but it's the it's the initial disappointment of it. Um, let's say he wanted to go. Look, here's the thing. His grades and his SATs are where they need to be to go where he wants to go. But everybody who deferred this year from COVID can go back and take that slot. So I have no idea what next year's acceptances are because of all of the slots that are, were full and will be full again with last year's seniors who were like, well, fuck this. I'm not cyber schooling for a school that I'm paying this much money for to live in my parents' basement. I'm going to take a gap year. And that was super common this year. All of those slots are now going to be freshmen. And that is, it's not that he can't do it. And I don't know how to explain that. I guess I have to explain that. It's it's just a very different world, a very different year, a very different situation. And year by year, you don't know what they're looking for. I'm no. looking for some. And it was hyper competitive to begin with. Yeah. And it's it is should be really reassuring that you are in the sweet spot for the school that you want. We were shit and bricks the whole time with Rocco, you may remember, uh, because it felt like a big stretch for his absolute dream school. And he grabbed it and got it and stretch and he's in and it's the best and he's thriving in an environment of remote learning that I don't even know how he can be thriving. He is absolutely well, he's a wildly in the, creative. He, is, kid, in, he so. is in the absolute right place. We're very lucky. And I'll tell you, we were all of us in our own ways, shitting bricks until the second acceptance came. The first acceptance came and the pressure, the unseen pressure lifted off him. 
I, I felt like it was just, we'd been under pressure for so long, it just felt like the same old pressure. But the day it lifted, when that first acceptance came in to a school he didn't even want to go to and hadn't toured and, you know, was just recommended right. by somebody, it was like, okay, I, I'm going somewhere. Then the school from out of state, the highfalutin school came along and said, yes, we want you, please come on. And then it was like, oh, it was like, oh, okay, I guess maybe I am going to be able to do what I want. Huh. Okay. And then some confidence started to come back. Those things will happen for you too. And they will temper the disappointment because they've been on auditions before. They've been to uh, tryouts for, they've They've been to tryouts for sports teams before. They see that some kids are a lot better than them. And they see that some kids are the coach's kids. They know that things aren't always fair. And they know that sometimes you're just not the best one in this cluster today. So he, he, he can do it. It, it. The difference becomes if he's really got, I really only want to go to this one place. It's where it's where everybody in our whole family has gone since we got right. off the boat or whatever the thing is. When your heart gets set on something and you don't get it, that's tough. That's yeah. staying the and bed that's for what I think I'm going to be potentially dealing with. But that friend of ours whose daughter never mentioned college or never took the SATs, took the SATs this past Saturday and all of a sudden she's filling out the common app and she's and I told you our parenting is totally different she let her go and she chose to do all these things on her own and I think that's kind of amazing to know your kid well enough to know that if you stood over them and said do this do this do this they would say go fuck yourself I'm moving out which is probably how her kid would have reacted whereas my kid's like I hate you. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it, but I hate you. Will this close your mouth? If I do this, will you stop talking to me? Will you shut up? Can yeah. I play Fortnite if if I do this? Fortnite, please. So last week we talked about how two inches of Lincoln's hair was sold for $81,000. Two that? inches? How could I forget? Of his hair. Just his hair. Not pubes. Just his, his head hair. Other head hair. So I was watching TV the other night with my spouse and somebody picked up I don't know what I was doing. I was in a zone and I picked my head up and some guys like, yeah, Nixon took three bites out of this sandwich and then he left and I took the sandwich, put it in a Ziploc bag and I put it in a jar. I'm like, did they have Ziploc bags then? Um, And I put it in a jar and I have it here. And I thought, this is Amy's Jurassic Presidential Park. This you, is really what's so happening. I, I don't even understand who is in charge of your remote and why do they give it to you? <laughs> I it wasn't me. I was this isn't even content. This is conspiratorial auctioneering. I don't understand (laughs) how this shit finds you. I was just adding another president to your park. That's all. So now you have Nixon and Lincoln. It's quite a park. (laughs) There is no Nixon sandwich. There is no Nixon sandwich. (laughs) There is no Nixon sandwich. Dear listener, if there is a sandwich called the Nixon sandwich, what would be in it? Lies. Bologna? Would it be a bologna ah! sandwich on white bread? Is She's that what so it would quick be? For me. Bologna sandwich on white bread? Is that what we're looking at? Definitely white bread. Yeah, so those are two presidents that they're going to reanimate or he even talked in this in this last minute of whatever Stuart was watching that said uh yeah, so his DNA is in there, and we can grow. I'm like, grow? Oh grow a new president? Have you left a sandwich on a counter in any kind of a container for 20 minutes? No. Yeah. We, we, we have dogs. There's no such thing as a sandwich on a counter. No. The, amount, the amount of penicillin grown on this fucking thing, stop. Just no way. 
This is this. So is, you don't want him in your Jurassic presidential I, world. I distrust your sources. Is what I'm saying. Especially Amy, if it has to do with Nixon, who's a liar anyway. Period. You don't want him. Back, End of presidency. I don't want your Wonder Bread DNA. I don't want any part of this. I don't want it. I don't want it. Super gross. What shows were you watching? I don't know. It was. I'm going to tell you that we were watching something on DVR. And once you hit stop, it goes to a channel. I don't know what was on. Is um, this why you have a which, Peloton? Is this how it ended up in your house? Maybe. Speaking of which, what are you watching? Well, I got to tell you, I took Netflix's advice. Normally, yeah. Normally I don't, but... They came up with a doozy friend, and I found not only a super charming, entertaining, lovely, delightful, stay-up-until-it's-over movie, I also learned that these are the parenting hacks for me, and it's called Enola Holmes. The best, the best, the bestest ever. That was our forced family fun last night, oh and we watched it together, and it was fucking fantastic. I watched it last night when it was too late to start it because football was in the other room, and I thought, you know what? Let's how whatever if I if it's not any good enough fall asleep then that's on you movie no spectacular and so good and I would love to be Helen and Bottom Carter in this situation because that's exactly how I would parent the house is a train wreck uh, nobody goes to school they basically break stuff all the time spend half their days in the woods and then when the kid turns sixteen she took off I was like this works for me this is a good this is a good hack this will and there's tons of money everywhere. It was fantastic. Yes, they were. They were supported by her oldest child. But yeah, I thought he's a tool. He is a tool. I thought it was charming and delightful and wish it was a series. Yeah, it will be. They'll make they'll make many more of these. That's that's how they left it. Who is it? Was it Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Yeah. Superman. Mallory said, look, that's Superman. I'm like, yes, it is. It (laughs) It certainly is. It certainly is. Yeah, it was delightful. It was delightful. And I mean, I think all four of us liked it. Yeah. Which is yeah. shocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. All good. All good. Even the, the little prince or the viscount or whatever he was. I wish they hadn't cut his hair. But I mean, the whole time. Still adorable. I was no, it's not really, actually. It was totally not. They needed to reverse it. There was no way to reverse it because you can't Strike your that. Hair. Reverse it. His, he looked so good. And then they cut his hair. And I'm like, mm, okay, pass. So... I also finished the Umbrella Academy. Season two. Season two. <laughs> which was also charming and delightful I and wonderful. I and loved I loved it. it. I love it. Klaus. I love Klaus. Unfortunately, I need season three. And yeah, the next you're not follow gonna get up. It. Like, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Well, what I normally do when these things happen is I'm so crazy and fanatical. I'll just go and watch it all again. I'll just let it run again because now that I'm armed with this information of of the arc of the story, I go back to the beginning and I'm like, oh, look at what I missed. I will not be doing that with what I recently binged all the way through, which was Shashanak. I I did Outlander (laughs) all the way through. God damn, that thing is a waste of fucking sucking time. And my husband is so hilarious because he just, every time he wanders in, there's some idiotic plot twist. All he has to do is name it. He doesn't We're on even, a boat now? He, he doesn't, yeah, <laughs> doesn't even have to describe anything about what's happening. He just looks at the screen, defines what he sees there, and I'm like, yes, that is the most ridiculous thing that could and ever possibly <laughs> have happened. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So, And they're just so goddamn 
dark. They're just super dark. Like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Do you know anything about these? Of course. Okay. Read them, saw them. Yeah. So the very first one, I'm watching it and I'm like, I am so in and the, what? I'm super out. Game of Thrones, super out. Can we not have great drama without turning it like twisted, misogynistic, violent, rape, incest? Like, why do we always have to go there? Always, always. Always, always, always torturing when did we take women that sexually. Dog leg? Right. Torturing women sexually. There's a good plot line. Like, why? Why? I don't even care if historically that was accurate and true to the time. Like, that's not... What are you doing? Stop it. It doesn't need to be in there. She couldn't have been a time-traveling doctor. We're already not true to the time, folks. So don't give me this... It's just... It's too much violence against ladies. And not enough actual proper sex. Like, if you... That's what I'm here for. Come on, look at him. He's in a kilt, for fuck's sake. Take it off. Easy access. Let's, let's get going. What do you mean going. take it off? You have complete access. You don't have to take it off. Uh, it's very heavy wool. I don't know if you've been around a kilt before. <laughs> Once it gets wet, that and wool is over. They've got that little cock pocket in the front. It's very heavy. A lot of times it's got a wood back. I am going to try to find a way at this, some point this week to use the phrase. Not, I mean, I'm going to wait till after Yom Kippur, but I'm going to try to use the phrase cock pocket because I absolutely <laughs> love. <laughs> cock pocket. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I it's that little, dear listener. It's the little, it's the little purse, the little, mm-hmm. the little, the mm-hmm. little fanny pack for your mm-hmm. cock. Dear listener, use it in a sentence this week. <laughs> <laughs> cock pocket. I All right, I have one more thing for you. <laughs> I did tease in the beginning some life advice from the utterly unqualified, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is where I, this is where I shine. We've spent the whole show doing it, but let's continue. Uh, Anna Ferris has a podcast called Unqualified. Yes, I've tried, and I clearly yeah it's not good it's not it's not a good podcast but i'm saying that really should have been our title i agree i I was like ooh, nice title yeah you can't steal that give her props for a good title i'll give her yeah okay okay i want you this week possibly because of where i am in the jewish year i want you this week to make a list of your favorite things to list them that your favorite things to do places to go your just your favorite things okay and then next to it, on the other side of the paper, write down I'd like you all the ways that you will never achieve these goals. And be no, super no, they're sad not goals. <laughs> they're not goals. They're your favorite things, like waking up late or your second cup of coffee, whatever, whatever your favorite things are. Okay. And on the other side of the page, I want you to list your daily activities. <laughs> okay, so two completely disconnected lists. And I would really, really, really like you to look and see how you can connect them better. Mm. Because there are things, mm. even the small things that are your favorite things that you can weave into your day to make your day less, uh, give me the word, shitty. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a good word. Upsetting, depressing, uh, thick, just all of the feelings thick that you would, have. That would be good. Thick yet dark and veiny. Is, are we talking about my tile well, again? I don't need it to be dark and veiny. Veiny is super gross, by the way. Are we but... talking about my tile again? <sighs> oh, my Lord. Dear listener, go back. Um, I, I really feel like there are things, simple things, that we could move from our, oh, I love it when list to guess what happened today list. We already tried that. I have to turns into I get to. Mm -hmm. I have to drive the kids to school. I get to drive my kids to school. Right. 
And that was a super hard one to sell. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Yep. Yeah. That was that yeah. was a tough one to yeah. sell. So so let's go with what we know we already love, enjoy, what feeds a piece of our soul and try to move it over to the other list of what you are already doing in your day. All right. Do you think do you think you can do it? No, I know I can't do it. I can make lists for sure. But the the connective tissue that's kind of like growing an ear on the back of a rat. That's not my that's not my bag, baby. But we'll I'm see what happens. I'm gonna find you a scientist who can. You I mean, can. let's let's try let's try to get that ear on the rat. Okay, I got back it. of the rat. And you knew they grew that here. That's an actual reference. You know, I was just I mentioned it to my child earlier in this week. Um, they were asking what was happening in that building, and I'm like, that's where they grew the ear on that rat. So yeah, there's some highfalutin cloning business going on down here. They specifically grew a human ear. I would prefer them not to clone things that are in your state. <laughs> yep. If you're going to clone shit, I'm going to ask that you move a little closer to a metropolitan area <laughs> before you pick shit to clone. We want this rat to listen really well. So <laughs> are you listening to me, rat face? Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> hair, hair of the rat that so heard you. It's so gross. Look, is that something you can try to do for me this week? Make your list. See if you can weave one, just a little, one thing. Just pick one thing of something you really enjoy and shift it over. The list should be more similar because if you can't look out your window or at a TV and see that this world is crumbling into a pile of shit pockets, mm. cock pocket, cock pocket, yep. You really should enjoy more <laughs> things. And if that means eating a donut and not a chuffle, and if that means finding joy in your day-to-day, I'm going to encourage you to find it. All right, I'll make your fucking lists. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening and for contacting us and for making lists when we ask you to make lists and for just fucking being there and downloading us on the regular. We are grateful this week for you. And if you would like to show your appreciation for Amy, huh? Um, you can feel free to visit her on Patreon oh! <laughs> and throw okay. her a hint of support. Okay. And uh, I think I've learned how to do it. I think I've learned how to do it. I think you say patreon.com slash brilliant observations. Perchance that will lead where we would like you to follow. Uh, the other place that you could go is on Facebook and search the group Brill Obs Squad. Brill Obs Squad dot net. And find us on the Facebook. Join, click join, and bring all Did your you just friends. Say .net? And they love it in there. <laughs> and you can also, if you want to take the SAT, that's where you register. You just go to brillobsquad.net. Just come to my house. The we'll we'll carpool. It's, it's, it's going to be perfect. You're going to love it. Give us all the hearts and stars. All the we stars. love you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's that little it's the little it's the little purse the cock pocket <laughs> <laughs>